I'm Brenda. And I'm Christy. We're two friends from high school who are connecting and reconnecting over music and memories. Welcome to Normal Bias Podcast. We're glad you're here. Okay. <laughs> Every time. Every time. I've been editing the part out where we laugh at the lady saying, this meeting is being recorded. <laughs> it's so funny. Hey y'all, welcome back to Normal Vibes Podcast. It's Brenda and Christy. We are so glad you're here. And I am going to try and remember to phrase this question that I'm about to ask just so, the way I asked it. So, we've so happy, happy New Year. Yeah, we've been sitting here for 30 minutes, catching up on our Christmas breaks and all the things and having college age kids home. And then we just started talking. I was telling Brenda, I love Christmas. I love reflecting on like Christmas's past and the kids growing up and how they've changed and all the things, you know, watching old videos and seeing old pictures. Um, but I also love this space after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year, because it is for me such a time of reflection as we wrap up one year and then anticipate the next. And then this year it was different because I've had some, I've had some quiet time. Like I was literally home alone yesterday and last night. Oh. I know. I was like, I didn't know what to do with myself. I mean, I knew exactly. I had plenty to do, but um, yeah. So it's been such a time of reflection. So Brenda was asking me, and I said, I love looking forward to the year ahead. And Brenda asked a version of this question. Yes. So I asked, my question was looking ahead and reflecting because I like to do that also. Do you reflect and think about the coming year as a whole, or do you kind of just take it as, you know, the, the next few months, the beginning of the year, and then, you know, continue in the reflection. That's my question. So okay. is it the whole year or just a little bit of it? What do you think my answer is going to be? Cause I think my answer might surprise you. I want to say that it's the whole year. That's what I, I would think that you have a, you know, a, not a plan, but you know, I know because you journal and you do things daily that you see it as the whole year. So you're, you're half right. It's both for me. So the way that I, like, when I think about my intention for the year, um, I think about like, where do I want to be a year from now? Like, how do I want to feel like when, like, I, I look mm. at it, like, um, like if it's a goal, like, but so I like that, how you want to feel like, how do I want to like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do the things that I want to do. And then at the end of the year, how am I going to feel a year from now when I've accomplished those things? Like when I've changed whatever it is that I want to change or when I've, I've brought in whatever I want to bring in. And so, um, I, I am a big picture person and then a small step to get to the big picture person. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so it's both for me. It's the, it's the, how I want to be at the end of the year, but also like the little things that I need to do to get there. And, and this week I'm doing something different. I, I've, I've been taking um, Edie Wadsworth's online classes for years and years. Um, I think like six or seven years, it's a long time. And she, I've recently, this past summer joined her monthly life mentoring school. And so one of the things that you get with that is at the end of the year, she does a workshop called Made for More. Mm -hmm. And it's a goal setting. It's like, it's a reflection and a goal setting workshop. And so yesterday, she introduced the concept and I had never even heard of the book. It's called the 12 week year. So like, basically she plans her year in quarters. Like she said, like 90 days at a time. And I was like that because so many of my 
things that I need to work on. So we, my, like my intention for the next year is create. So that in, in the sense of that, I want to create the relationships that I want to have. I need to create the business processes that we need to have to take our business to the next level. And also like for those things, like for those big pieces to happen, I have to get a handle on our finances. Like I'm going to have to go full day Ramsey and go back to budgeting everything and planning for everything, tracking our money, because we're going to have to, we're going to have a paycheck now instead of like getting, so right now, like if we get a thousand dollars, well, 30, $300 goes into taxes, a hundred dollars goes to giving. Like we do like, like we take that money and we like automatically portion it out into different bank accounts. But now when we get paid, that money is going to go into the business and then we'll each get a paycheck yeah. with payroll and payroll taxes, um, which is great, but we'll have to learn, like, it's going to be a whole different mindset. Like for the past, since 18, 19, 20, 21, we've been going through like essential, like just trusting that God will have what we need when we need it. And so now we have to take that a step further and like, learn to live on a budget budget again, instead of just like, oh, there's money in the bank. Well, no, we're fine. Oh, or the money will be in the bank. I don't know. It's hard to explain if you've never had to, to live that way, but it's, so it's, it's both exciting to think about all the changes, but it's also overwhelming to think about financially, all the changes that we need to make to get to where we want to be. So that was a really that. winded answer. Sorry. <laughs> That's all the things on my mind. And I'm in the middle of like goal setting and stuff with that, with the made for more stuff. And, um, but all that, like, I like the idea of thinking about the year and quarters because like in January, I'm going to be learning processes and building processes. And then in the spring, we're going to have to like adapt those processes to fit summer spending. And then, you know, for back to school and college and all the things. And then for Christmas, like think about each quarter, there's something major financially that happens. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that of reevaluating and resetting instead of this is a good segue. So you and I, part of the reason we're talking this morning is we wanted to talk about resolutions because mm -hmm. neither of us are resolution setters. No. Did you used to be? I did used to be that. And then it got tweaked a bit about seven years ago. <laughs> So how did you do when you set a new year's resolution back in the day? So back in the day, I guess around December, you know, like, like you said, the reflection time mm -hmm. I started, you know, I would think about, you know, the year and I guess, and I want to talk about that too. Like kind of, if you can help us differentiate, cause you said goal setting, mm -hmm. you know, what is it different? Cause some people might think a resolution is a goal, but is it? And then I know you talk a lot about intention. So I kind of want to kind of like break it down for the people and for myself, but so, yes. Yeah, so at the end of the year, I would kind of just reflect and, and think about, okay, what changes do I want to make? And of course, you know, it was the typical, oh, I should eat better or exercise, you know, those, those things. Um, one of the big ones too, is always like, I am. I know, I know this about myself, but like, I, I'm, I run, I'm late and I have a horrible time with time management. I guess, I don't know. Uh, the, the other day I read something that, that, that was a sign of ADHD. So I'm like, huh, I'm going to say I'm ADHD. No. So, you know, just little things like that, little things that 
you know, about either a character or, or habits that I wanted to change. And then of course, then I get into like March and I'm like, forget the diet, you know? So it was just kind of like, just, I would disappoint or I wouldn't follow through or it's like, oh, well, I'm just always like, whatever. So that's when I stopped making resolutions, but also I kind of started living, decided that I was going to live my life every day, day to day, where I'm not going to, I don't know what is going to be a year from now. So I tend to now, I do reflect, this is what I do. I look at my camera roll, this drives me nuts. I'm kind of like getting all over the place now, but there's so much to talk about, like, and there's so much to talk about because like the things that you're saying, I just want to say, yes. Okay. And okay. You look at the wall. So I look at my can, this is what I do. I look at my camera roll because so many people since 2020, yes, COVID has changed, you know, the, her, you know, the landscape changed our world. Right. And so every, this is what drives me nuts is that, oh, everyone just disregards they they just lump the entire year as a horrible year. 2020, yes, terrible. 2021, not so terrible. I, my kid turned 18, he graduated. Like I just, I look at my camera roll and I remind myself of all of the things that happened that year that were worth one, taking a picture of, and two, that were not bad things. So you guys, we have to stop that. We have to stop letting one thing ruin it and decide that off the bat, like already hoping that 2022 is going to be better than 2021. Well, what was so bad? I want to know, but again, I, 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 I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of wrap it up. I don't do, I don't, um, set a goal or an intention for the year. I, I kind of do it in chunks, I guess, but mostly I think like every month I say, oh, yay. Okay. It's January. I, you know, I want to, I don't know. I like how you said feel. I don't know if it's a feeling, but you know, I, I, I like to hope that the month will be like this or this month I, I want to try and do this. And then if it happens, it happens. If not, I really don't focus too much on it. <clears throat> Um, on the last episode, we talked about our word and I think the word I used was detachment, which I'm going to slash letting go. Cause just now you said things you want to bring into the year, which I like, cause that's positive and not so much this is, but I've, I've been thinking as of a couple of years ago with the whole Matthew McConaughey, you know, what you're not to get to who you are. Like, I always think about what I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm thinking about what I'm going to take out how I'm going to streamline or let what I'm letting go of to get to that feel or to get to that goal that I have of the next year, which I really feel that it is to, to be lighter, to let, let go of some, some, I don't know if it's baggage. I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what it is I'm letting go of, but I just want to feel lighter. I want to like pick my battles a bit better, I guess. Mm -hmm. I like letting go. I like, um, like, I love the imagery of it. Like, cause you're mm-hmm. letting go of, of things and ways that don't serve you. Maybe it's letting go of, of some time, some people or some time with people that make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
have so many thoughts. Like one of the things, like going back to the whole, like 2020, 2021, like the whole bad year thing. Mm -hmm. When we, when we make the year like that, we make it a villain, like, oh, it sucked. Everything was horrible. Like yes. you get to be victims to it. Right. Well, like, well, yeah, my marriage is horrible. But I mean, look at the world. Like, yeah, I haven't been saving money. I mean, like COVID, which for most of us, let's call it privilege. Let's call it whatever it is. For most of us, COVID has not directly affected our finances. For many of us, it has devastated us. But for like, for you and for me, it hasn't, it has changed our business completely, but we're still here and we're still getting paid. Like, for right. me, like my kids are still at school. They still have great shoes. Like, you know, all the things like we have, like people embrace the icky, you know, and they <laughs> give them a thing to go online and like, sorry, y'all, sorry, YouTube, but to bitch about. And that's not, I'm not wired that way. Like I, I don't want to be a victim to mm -mm. someone else's bad news. I, my heart breaks for the people. There are people who have lost so many loved ones and whose health has been damaged and compromised for forever. Like if they're not ever going to have their lung capacity back or, or whatever, like I have a friend who's still having brain fog, um, which is really hard for her. She's a teacher. Um, like we all, people are suffering, but we're not all suffering and we don't need to all be like, oh, you know, things are so horrible because things are not so horrible, right? Mm -hmm. There's always something good if you look for it. And um, if I'm if I'm laying in the hospital in a ventilator, you know, someday soon, I want you to remind me of that. Like, what is the good? Like from maybe in that situation, the good is the people that show up to take care of me. I don't know. I've not been in that situation. And um, and maybe that's something that'll challenge me, but I, I don't want to be a victim to an idea. I don't want to, I don't want to be a victim to anything. Mm -mm. And, um, you know, like we don't have control of, of what happens to us. We don't have control <clears throat> if we get sick or not, because like we were talking, like there are so many people who are so careful and have gotten it anyway and have had it multiple times even. Um, and then, you know, like we, like we only have control to a certain point. The only thing we can control is how we react and how mm -hmm. we, how we, how we show up. And, um, and so that for me, like, that's where the whole idea of intention comes from. And so uh, for me, like an intention is like what I want to focus on. It's like what I'm looking for day to day or how I'm reminding myself that I want to show up. Um, and then a goal. So like for, like for me, a goal is how am I going to get where I want to be? that's what a goal is for. Like a goal is like a stepping stone, right? Like it's how you're going to get to where you're going. You're always going to have goals. You're always going to have someplace that you want to be. Um, intention is kind of like how you want to be, how you want to show up, mm, what you're looking for. So I don't know, there's probably way better explanations for it, but that's kind of like a goal is what I'm going to do. And intention is what I want to be or how, I don't know how to explain that the, to differentiate. Like a resolution for me was, um, you know, like, so like we go to the gym on the weekdays. We go to the gym pretty much the same time every morning. And, um, and you know, like, so in January, the first couple of weeks, like the gym will be full. I will have a hard time getting on my favorite treadmill, um, which annoys me, <laughs> which I know I should be a nicer person, but it annoys me. I'm like, listen, that's, that's my treadmill, right? The six right. days my treadmill time you guys um but then after like the 15th 
magically will be available again. Like, you know, all the extra people taking up the good spaces in yoga, they will be back doing whatever it is they normally do at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday. And I, I don't judge them for that because I've been that guy. But when we set a resolution to become something that we're not or to, you know, like to eat better. Well, the first time, like, think about like, how many times have I made a resolution to eat better, eat healthier, move more? And then like, you know, January 3rd, I go to a party or I get a craving for pizza and Pepsi. And it's like, well, I guess I'm not doing that anymore. That's like, Christy, come on, right? That's that whole victim thing. Well, I didn't do it, so I can't do it. But where Mm -hmm. the intention is to make a better choice every day, or, you know, like my goal is to drink my water every day like that. Like I can do, I can reach a goal. I can follow an intention, but a resolution to me. And I think maybe like there are some people that probably have great luck with resolutions Mm -hmm. and they, because they, yeah, but I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I am not that guy. And like, think about like when your kids are little, like how many times do we say like, we're not, I'm not going to yell today. Uh And then they do something so dumb and you (laughs) yell and then you're like, that's it. I'm always going to be a yeller. That's it. I'm just a yeller. Like I think about that. And so I like the idea of, of living every day. Like we, like I want to live life to the fullest. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I said in one of my stories this week, like I, I believe that his mercies are new every morning, but I also believe that like I get a second chance. Like I screw up every time I open my mouth, pretty much I send, like I, like I say something dumb, I say something wrong, I say something mean, whatever. Um, and I don't mean whatever. And like, oh, just like, I, like I screw up a lot. Well, the next time I open my mouth, I have a chance to to not right right whether it's an apology or whether it's moving away from whatever it is like I always have that that space to make a better choice absolutely and that's my thing too like I will say up tomorrow's a new day tomorrow is brand new I can try again yeah yeah I as an educator like that whole like his mercies are new every morning as an educator if you are not like cleaning that slate at the end of every day, like if a kid walks in on Tuesday who had a bad day on Monday and you're like, well, there he is again, guess what? He's going to have a bad day on Tuesday too. Like <laughs> you just made it so good job. Yes. <laughs> Walked out on Monday and you say, Hey buddy, we're going to have a great day tomorrow. And mm-hmm. he walks in on Tuesday and you say, Hey, did you get to play your Xbox last night? Are you ready to have a great day today? Whatever it is. But if you walk in, like if he walks in and you're like, Hmm, <laughs> guess what you got? You just got yourself a bad day. True. With our kids, with our people, with our husbands, with our parents, with our sisters and brothers, you know, like you, you can only control how you show up, but you, how you show up does affect other people around you. It does. I, mm-hmm. See, it's a lot. It is a lot, but in the whole, like, it's a new day in that I, you know, look to, toward, you know, what the future when I do that, when I say tomorrow's new, I try, this is another thing, I guess, I don't know if it's a habit or just something I changed in my mindset, like seven years ago was when I live, you know, I try to live today, only today, tomorrow hasn't happened, but tomorrow is new. Then I, then I leave yesterday, what yesterday's stuff behind. Cause you're, I can't relive yesterday. I can't go back and change what I said, what I did. I can only change and do, you know, try and do differently, you know, the next time I open my mouth, like you said, or, you know, tomorrow, Mm -hmm. because 
you know, if I live in the past and I'm not living right now, all that. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, like, do we really think that like Jesus is sitting up there, like the right hand of the father, like with the notebook, like, oh, Brenda screwed up again. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Like, like, you know, like, are they taken? No, that's what, that's like, that's the whole reason that he came and died for us, right? Like he has already covered all of our- Wiped it all away. Mm -hmm. So like for me to live in a way like that, I'm like keeping track of all the bad, like it doesn't, like, I can't, it doesn't mean that I just go through life willy-nilly hurting people and not caring about it. It means that I, you know, I try to do the right thing, but- we just can't sit around and, and keep track. Like, and, and I know so many of us struggle with this and I, I've been in this place, like where, like we're keeping score with our spouse or our kids or whatever, like, um, oh, well I did dishes last time. Like, you know, there are some practical things like you take turns or whatever, but if you're always keeping score, they're never going to win. Like you're always going to be like, you're always going to be the top of that leaderboard. Like, Oh, no, well, I did it. I did it twice and you only did it once. So, you know, like that, that's not, that is no way to live. Just give a hundred percent that you have to give, you know, and, and, and there are situations where you can give a hundred percent and they don't, they're still not going to give a hundred percent because they're, that's just not where they're at. But you, that doesn't mean that you um, are exonerated. Like, well, he's being crappy. I'll be crappy too. Well, guess what? <laughs> you have guaranteed crappy. Yes. Like, like who wakes up and it's like, hmm, (laughs) I think I'll be mediocre today. I don't know. I really feel like there are those people who make those choices. Uh And and sometimes (sighs) not choosing is choosing it, right? Because like our brain is tired. Like we fall right back into the ruts. Like for me, um, you know, like my comfort food rut, my soda rut, my, um, my alcohol rut, whatever it is, my, uh, I'm gonna let the bathroom floor get dirty, right? Whatever it is, like our brain, like we're wired to fall back into our ruts. So when we don't like not deciding is deciding to be where you were to go back to your default. And so that's why we do have to be intentional with our choices each day, mm-hmm. each day, each moment. I mean, really, each is, honestly, like sometimes it, like I, it's an hour, hour to hour thing. <laughs> hour to hour, moment to moment, like all the things. And that's what, you know, like think about when your kids were little, like, so we're, you know, we're in such a different life place because our kids are big. Um, and if our kids do something dumb now, it's going to be a big something dumb usually. But when they're little, like I think about, you know, just the little tornado that lived in our house. And we have our, um, our, our last house, the little greenhouse was just, it was long and skinny. And so half of it, like it went from the front door to the back door. And as soon as Noble woke up, like there would be toys strewn literally from one door to the next. And so like all day long, like you could see where Noble had gone because it was just like, like a little tornado had struck there. (laughs) And so, and like, you know, at the end of, you know, like during that time I'd pick up during after lunch, I'd pick up before Casey got home, I'd pick up, you know, before bed I'd pick up, but um, yeah, like I don't even know where I was going with that. I was just thinking like, you know, like that, like how many times a day did we have to reset, reset, Mm -hmm. reset, reset for sure. Yeah. So here's another thing that I kind of, um, do in the reflection in reflecting the the end of this year is I kind of go month to month. Okay. You know, January went back to school. Oh, February is Alex will be 19. That's, that's a happy and my nephew, brother-in-law have birthdays in February. 
Super Bowls in February. It's kind of a big deal over here. Uh, you know, March, spring break. So I kind of just kind of look at each month and, you know, um, this year, you know, skip on down to November, I'll be 50, <laughs> 50 this year. So just, you know, little things like that. Um, and then there are things pop up that, you know, I kind of prepare my heart for, like in April would have been my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, you know, just little things like that, just to kind of prepare my heart in, in, in a happy way, in a sad way. Uh, and I kind of do that sometimes. I love that. Just, uh, already kind of have some things to look forward to some things to that, that are, that I know will happen in 2022, just to, I, I like having things to look forward to or know that, know that, you know, will come up. Exactly. So. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love, um, you know, like if you're a planner or a calendar person to put all that stuff down on paper or, you know, like if you know you have a trip, if you know you're going to travel, if you know you're going to do something that you love, like, so for some people, it's like getting that, you know, like they know after so many runs or so many miles, they're going to get a new pair of running shoes. So like, put that stuff on your calendar or your planner and look forward to it, whether it's a, you know, like your phone, whether it's paper, whatever you use, but have something to look forward to. I love and that. Here's, um, so two books um, that I recommend, suggest that kind of have also helped change, just kind of tweaked my, my thinking or, or helping me in those goals or intentions is, um, by James clear atomic habits. Mm -hmm. And also, um, Courtney Carver has a book called soulful simplicity. Mm -hmm. And those two books are like, I love them. I keep them handy or I refer back to them several times. Like what, for example, one of hers was somebody who's wanting to eat better. She, um, she'd gotten MS. And so she was trying to like change her eating, ha um, habits because she was trying to, you know, use diet to help with, um, her MS. And so her thing was, so, you know, little changes, which, you know, James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits is with each meal or of the meals during her day, she would add greens to it. So around the same time, uh, a sweet, sweet friend of mine that lives down the street was helping me get through a really, really tough week. One of the toughest weeks I've had in the last five years. And she fed me literally like took care of me. She made scrambled eggs with spinach. And I don't know why that it was like the best meal ever. And around the same time I was reading that book again. And I was like, ah, I was like, I can add spinach to my eggs, or I can add, if I don't have lettuce, I put it in my sandwich. So just little things like that. And then it makes me feel like I've gotten some greens in or so just little, little things that you can change every day or once a day or three times a week. Just think about those just little things you can do to help feel like you're working towards it and then build on that. I just had an aha moment. <laughs> I feel like, you know, like, so I never know, like, like when I say intention, it means one thing to me, it means a different thing to you and a different thing to, you know, everyone else who's listening 
all four of y'all. Hey ladies. <laughs> but, um, I was thinking about it. I was like, what you're describing for me, that's the difference between intention and a resolution. Like for me, a resolution has traditionally been all or nothing. Like I'm all, mm-hmm. yes. I'm all out. Whereas intention is one choice, one breath at a time. Yes. The solution is like, oh, it's all or nothing. Like, and that, and that's not necessarily correct, but that's the way it works in my brain. And that's why setting an intention works for me. That's why making a small change, like, you know, James Clear and Atomic Habits, like I do recommend that for anybody who struggles with processes and, and making good choices because he talks about, you know, like just making a good choice. It's not about being perfect from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. It's about choosing the water over the Coke when you go to lunch, right? One, like one good choice a day is still going to put you in a better place than you were yesterday. Yes. um, You know, like having coffee, if you're trying to save money, having a coffee at home instead of your Tuesday Starbucks, whatever, like whatever that looks like for you, like a good choice is a good choice and give yourself grace for that. Give not grace, give yourself credit for that. And then make another good choice and keep adding to it. And before you know it, you're at the end of the stream of good choices and you're in a whole different place. You're in a whole different place. Mm-hmm. And one of the things too about soulful simplicity is, um, you know, I talk to a lot of women about clutter and, and processes and things like that. And so many times when a woman starts to say, um, well, but my husband won't, but my kids don't, I think, you know what, like you, like there's no reason for you to talk to me because your heart, like in your heart, you've already, like, you're not going to get it. And not ready that Courtney Carver talks about in soulful simplicity is about handling your stuff. Like, and that I read that book before you came and did our garage. And that was one of the places that I had to get to was to recognize that James had a whole different idea about stuff than I did. Mm-hmm. And so prior to that, it was like, I was dragging my family along, like, no, this is the right way. Like, this is where we're going to be. And they were, they weren't resisting. They just didn't want to do it. It wasn't like, it wasn't like us against, like us against them or them against me. They weren't in the same place. And I had to learn how to like to, to, you know, structure what I can in my own world and as a household or whatever, like what that looks like without either like without making it a fight with them, without making it a, well, like I'm giving up all these things and you're not giving up anything as far as like, you know, like decluttering and things like that. So I feel like that's one of the, if you're, if you're in a place where you're like, well, I want to, but they're not soulful simplicity is a good read for you because it helps you learn how to deal with your stuff without worrying about their stuff. And she deals with it in a very, um, just a very frank way. So, and also talks a lot about sentimentality because you know me, like I, for the longest time, anything that my grandma touched or looked like anything that she had touched or my dad, like it was like, oh, nope, nope, keeping it forever. <laughs> and that doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, good. Those are good. Those are two, both really good reads. And I still, um, I still love Marie Kondo, the life-changing magic. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, and if you can't do that, watch the Netflix series. Watch the first one, not the second one. The second one is not for you. But um, watch the first one about how, like, the processes of, like, actually touching things. And so, um, I also, what are you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, just to piggyback on that really quickly, is that I've adopted 
you know, her spark joy is her, her thing, but in, not just with physical things that you, you have like physical clutter. Like I really use that. Like if I go watch this movie, does that spark joy? Does that back to your, your, how it makes you feel? Does, is that going to make me feel good? Is, you know, spending money on this, does that, is this thing sparking joy? Is this going to fulfill my life in any way? So I, I, I use that not just with, am I going to, do I need this anymore? Am I going to get rid of it? Does it spark joy? Like, I really think about that with just, just about everything like that I have a choice about. Okay. And so take that a step further. Like, am I watching this movie to kill an hour and a half because I'm bored because I don't want to do the thing that I need to do. I don't want to feel the thing that I'm trying that like is trying to bust through. Like, is that, is it a choice you're making because it's a choice you want to make, or is it a choice you're making to put space between you and the thing that you don't want to deal with? Mm -hmm. I will have to, I, I want to say this about, uh, normal biasers about Christy and Brenda in the last several episodes that I feel like we're really, and I don't know if it's because of the place we are in our lives or it just, I I'm, 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 there's a recurring theme in my head that I'm seeing. It's that we are holding the mirror up and looking really in it and looking at ourselves and how we want to be, how like we want to change. Like I, 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 I don't know. It's kind of exciting because now I'm going to see where, where are we going to be in several months or in three months? Because I think we have some really, <clears throat> there's things we really are working on, but it's like, we are working on, I can't remember what episode of it, if it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was just this last week or, or several weeks ago. Um, we, t I talked about how um, I can't think of how I worded it, but the things that disappoint me are my own expectation of, oh. of, of things or of someone <laughs> and it's me. I'm the one who has to work on that. I am the one who, you know, and like what we talked about here kind of has, you know, a, a decision or the control of the situation is how I react to it. So I can't, be saying, you know, da, 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 but you know, I, I have no one to blame <laughs> but myself. And that's, <laughs> you know, like, I just feel like, like we're in this like place of really not just reflecting on the year, but on ourselves kind of as a whole and, and how I want the next 50 to be, or the next, you know, oh, yeah. Every, I mean, oh. Yeah. <laughs> My uncle's like, I feel like we're being very intentional about the, 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 of that, about that. Yeah. And you know, and this could be like, like we could, this could just be like, this could just be like middle-aged middle-class. Right. Like, maybe this is just where we're at. Like maybe, maybe like we get to, pick, maybe we get to pick about to be stressed about like, well, did I journal today instead of like, oh. <laughs> you know, like, you know, because like, you know, and that it's a, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's not be like hashtag blessed, but I mean, what a blessing it is that we're sitting here navel gazing and not instead talking <laughs> to figure out like how to make a hundred dollars feed for people for four weeks. Right. Um, which oh, I, yes. I might, 
to y'all as we figure out this whole finance thing. One thing I want to say to you, um, I when you said about like I'm always late, um, that for me, my from the time I got my first job at Kidsmart and opened my first checking account at Wells Fargo at Randall's, remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, I like my internal dialogue for the last that was 30 years ago my internal dialogue for that whole time has been I'm bad with money and I brought that into college I brought that into getting credit cards I brought that into student loan debt which I'm like like everybody I, I don't regret my student loan debt I just regret the dumb things I did with the money um <laughs> and I like I brought it into my marriage I brought it into like I'm the one who does our finances, but when I believe I'm bad with money and I'm in charge of the finances, you know, James is great at making the money. So one of my intentions is I like, and I like, I'm not waiting for Saturday to start. Like I'm changing that to, I'm learning how to be a better steward of our finances. I'm learning, like, I want to be like, I'm a lifelong learner in so many areas, but I need to go back and, and revisit how to be a better steward of our finances, whether because like for us, there's such an overlap business-wise and personally, I've got it like I've got to learn all these new processes. And if I go into 2022, the year that we're changing, like how we file, how we do all these things, if I go into that with the mindset of I'm bad with money, it doesn't matter how much money James makes this year, right? We're not going to have a good year financially because I've already sabotaged. You've already decided. <laughs> and so I'm like, wow, that's kind of a lot of pressure. But how like how exciting will it be? Like that, here's what I was thinking about last night. I was sitting, I was brainstorming like all of the like if I'm gonna for me to to meet my big overarching to be where I want to be at the end of the year, to have created all these great processes and to um to be like, you know, for things to go like clockwork. And when, so when they don't, like, it's easier to get back on track, right? It's not going to throw us off so much because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing too, right? Like I can create all these processes, but I have to also create space for life, for COVID or disaster, or, you know, my car to die or Rainy day, yeah. something like life is going to happen. And I know that we're like, resistance is going to show up as soon as we start making positive changes. We've just bought one new computer and the really expensive computer now is like, <laughs> I was like, are you joking me? But that's how it happens, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, like, so I am like, I, I challenge you, I challenge me to no longer say or think I'm bad with money, but to think I am learning how to be a better steward. I'm learning how to be not a good steward of money. Like, I don't want to be better. I want to be good. And I challenge you to say, I am going to be on time. And then maybe like for me, like to learn from experts, like maybe you talk to your friends who are always earlier on time and like, well, how do you do that? Like, what does that look like for you? Oh, I like that. Hmm. And I haven't thought about it that way, but I, so, so back to James Clear and Atomic Habits, what I also learned from that book was, and I was looking, cause I thought I had it in my notes, the four, the four things that you need to create a good, not a, to create a habit because we have good ones and bad ones being not be on time is a bad one for me, but I, is that I am an organized person 
And I always thought it was just something I had that, that I was just, I was good at, which I do think, yes, I am. I'm good at it. But why am I good at it? <laughs> because I have systems and little like everyday things that I do to stay organized. So in the, when he broke it down, I was like, oh, well, yeah, this is, I'm doing. So I have all these like little things that I do that stay on top of it, that, that make it a good habit, that I've made it easy to be organized. So I just need to take that his system and make it easy. Like, you know, I, I have identified some of the things that I do that probably if I did differently, I could be earlier. And one is put my cell phone somewhere, like not on the nightstand next to me. So when I grab it, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to check my email. Oh, I'm just going to check. Oh, let me check Instagram real quick. So he's like, one of the thing is make it hard. So put the cell phone in the bathroom. So when the alarm goes off, I have to literally get up out of the bed, which then I'll go to the bathroom, which then I would shut the alarm off. So you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I need to create, you know, easier, easy steps to get to that goal. And then once I do that for like a month, then I'm getting up out of the bed when the alarm goes off and not hitting snooze because the phone is right there on the nightstand. Like, duh. <laughs> okay. I'm also going to tell you something else that worked for, <laughs> for our children at different times and for, it works for James and an actual alarm clock. Oh, an actual alarm clock. One that cannot put you on the Instagram or the Facebook or the email or the, Hey, what's on sale right now? Um, so that, and you know, for some people that doesn't work because they snooze, but one of the, what you're talking about like brain wise is you have to interrupt, like you have, you have a habit, right? Whether it's good mm -hmm. or bad. Waking right. Up right. And you know, for you, that phone is a rabbit hole or a wormhole. Or a wormhole. <laughs> and so I, I was talking to a, so I've, I've been doing calls with women this week about, you know, intention and things like that. And mm -hmm. um, one of them, her thing was. I want to spend time with God before I, I check my email. So she's, she runs her own business. And I was like, like, you know, my, my job, my goal in working with women is not to give advice, but to say, well, have you considered, or, you know, this, I've, this works for me or whatever, without saying like you should, but you know, like, have you thought about setting a boundary for yourself? Like if like, with James, like if he doesn't work, we don't get paid. That's just fact. Like in the same thing with me, like if I chose not to post for my clients, I wouldn't get paid. So you have to do the work, but you get to choose when you do the work. And, and I told her, I was like, you know, like for me, there really aren't social media emergencies. And if there was an actual emergency, I guarantee somebody would call me and be like, Hey, account <laughs> is blowing up. Like you need to get online. So, right. So why not like for her, like for me, you know, from the outside looking in, the obvious thing is to not pick up your phone before, if you choose to have quiet time with the Lord, whether that's prayer or time in the word or journaling or whatever that looks like for you, just choose to do that before you grab your phone. Just like, it's easier. Yes. But that's yes. the whole thing is what you're talking about is you you have to interrupt that habit. Like if um, I have to interrupt that habit and I have to do the same thing. Like I, like I, I, I allow myself 
to be off schedule when my people are not here because it's like, oh, well, I should, you know, let me check social media to see if James posted anything overnight, you know, because he's not here. And um, I allow myself that. But on a good day, I don't pick my phone up to check Facebook because my first thing that I do online in the morning is check Facebook memories. Um, oh, that's yeah. But to do that, I have to like look at the text that came in overnight, um, which sometimes can lead me off. So I try not to do that before I have like done my quiet time and like, you know, wrapped up with with reading what I'm going to read in the Bible that morning. Um, so on a good day, those I do those things before I pick up my phone. But like when my people are not here or when it's a vacation or whatever like that, I'll, I'll be on my phone first. And then there's no telling how long that'll take me. Because then I'm like, oh, well, I'll just check Instagram. Well, I'm on Instagram. I might as well check like, you know, all my clients. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's, you know, that's not a good thing. But so we yeah. all have, we all have habits and we have to, to change them. We have to, you have, part of it is to recognizing what's a habit and recognizing where you, where your choice is. Okay. Because a lot of us, like, we just think, oh, like, well, that's just what I do. That's just how it is. Well, it is, but you're also like you're a grown ass man, or you're grown ass man, and like he, <laughs> yes, he chose like for me, like I chose to pick up my phone. I chose mm-hmm. to purchase Pepsi yes. today at the store. It's not like Pepsi magically appeared in my refrigerator. <laughs> I had to go and get that, you know. And then I, I do could- love it. And James Clear, because I so I I listened to the audiobook, then I read the book. And then I got the book and I was like highlighted and all these things. And then I, I, I go back and listen to some of his like little YouTube clips of his talk just to remind myself, but, uh, he talks about that, you know, you, I'm, I'm choosing to be late. And I'm like, at first, first go around. I was like, no, you don't know me. Like I've just this way. I've done this my whole life. You're the worst, Mr. Clear. You are the worst. You have no idea. How dare you? How dare you, sir? But <clears throat> so in that, I, I just have reread some of it again because it's it's something I really want to change about myself or about how I do things. And so another one of the things that I've started to um, change every day. <clears throat> little by little is this is one of the things I do is I don't like to so like when I'm getting ready in the morning and I you know have all the makeup I try to put things away as I go but sometimes that doesn't work out or happen and so I'll look at the clock and I'm like oh my gosh you know so I'll start to like know I have to leave but I can't leave or I can in my brain I, I I want everything to be put away so when I get home I don't have that to do because I just I'd rather sit on the couch for 10 or 15 minutes before I have to you know cook dinner or whatever so I have been leaving things on the counter not I, I usually make my bed first thing like before I even go to the bathroom when I wake up. But here over the holiday, I'll get up, go to the bathroom and start doing something else where I'll make the bed later. Or if I, if I'm, I'll say, okay, you have to go. So just leave the bed there. It's okay. 
Like I have to say those things to myself because if you, and I'll say, and I've just started this like about a month. If you fix the bed, that's going to take five minutes and you're already five minutes behind. So let it go, leave it alone. <laughs> so, but what if, and then take that a step further, right? Like for me, leaving with my bed made makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. So if I get up five minutes earlier, I have time to make the bed. Like I'm like, that's the whole thing. Like, like right, I need to about like present you screwing future you like, you know, like, and that the example, like one of the best examples is like, you're on your way home and your gas lights on and you know, you don't have enough gas to get where you're going first thing in the morning. And you're like, Oh, I just really want to be home. I'm tired. And so then the, you wake up the next morning and you get in your car and it's like, Oh, I just have to get gas. And I think about like, like I, someone in my family does that. <laughs> and so like, I like, so like, think about like, am I being, I'm, you know, and I guess like the same thing, like with my, my soda or whatever, like, like, am I, am I making a choice right now? Like this choice makes present me really happy on, on some level, but future me, am I going to be happy when I have to bite my teeth again or like when I've gained two pounds and I have to report that weight at the end of the week like like am I am I serving future me too just like to this like yeah I have so many thoughts in my head like this is like this whole thing like if we could just like if if I could make money just talking about everybody else's ideas about systems and organizations. I heard uh, one of the things Dr. Edie said yesterday and the thing was she hired a clutter coach and I was like, I could be a clutter coach. It's just about systems. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, like if, if like this, like if this was, if this was a paying gig just to sit and think about thoughts and talk about it, like I could totally do that. That's so, it's fun. I, I, I love sitting here and watching your brain just go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same thing because like I'm fascinated like what what drives me is how people think like I mm-hmm. love, like I, we've talked about this before like I would like I when we originally gave up cable all those years ago I was so glad because like I love reality tv not like, <laughs> not like the way that it's become but like mm-hmm. you know back in, like the days of the real world and stuff because I'm so it was organic still yeah somewhat I mean like you know you go back I know but but at the time it was like, oh my gosh, these people are my age. And look, he's from Kentucky. He's from New York. Look, his dad looks just like him. Like, you know, like all the, like all of the stupid things, like that, but I just like, I'm fascinated by how people spend their money and how they spend their time and, and how they, they buy at the grocery store. <laughs> I do. Like, I would love to know, like, I would love to have a group of friends, like, and I don't even know how it would work. Like, I want to know, like, what did you spend today? What did you spend it on? I I have a friend who just um, posted a, I don't know if it's a stat or a meme or a, and it says, um, how much, how much do you have to spend a day to, I can't remember it was $10,000. It was $10,000 a year or something. And it was something like $27. If you spend $27 and five cents every day for a year, that equals, does that add up 20 to like $10,000? I don't know. Something like that. And I was like, (gasps) I have two things that I'm dreading talking about finances. I have, um, I have run up my credit card bill, which I don't love about myself, but I have. And I think 
part, yeah, that's... part of the process for me is going to be figuring out how much I spent on Amazon in 2021 because oh. to my bank account and I'm just like, oh, like, and I have some things that happen automatically like in my brain, like for future me, oh, well, our toothbrush heads, our water filter for the refrigerator, our um, laundry detergent, our dishwasher things, our, you know, the fabric softener shoes. There are so many things that come automatically. But like yesterday, I was in the grocery store. They didn't have lunch bags, and I want to do that for a charity. And so instead of like spending a dollar on a lunch bag, I spent $20 on Amazon and bought them in bulk. Cause I was mm. like, oh, well, why do 40 when I could do 500? <laughs> right. Uh huh. And I'm like that, like for me, like I, I ordered, um, I used my Amazon points last week and I ordered our next set of sheets because I'm going to try to do a no spin January, which I get it, but I totally still spent that money in December. Duh. You know, as <laughs> I like, if, I mean, I can't, I can't even think about the things like I, um, I didn't put, I, we have a cousin that we send a Christmas gift to every year. I didn't put hers in the mail in time. So I still, it's the same $25, but I just went on Amazon, like texted a gift card to her mom. And I was like, you're the worst Christy Ferone. Like, you know, like all of, I think about all the things that I spend money on that I'm just like, Oh, boop, thanks Amazon. Mm-hmm. My phone of course knows all my so- numbers and credit card numbers. So it's like, Oh, and my PayPal is hooked straight to my debit. So it's like, oh, I, you know what? I would like this handmade thing from Peru. Thank you. <laughs> I need it. I need it. So yeah, I, I, I apologize in advance for how much we're going to be talking about money as I, I get myself under control in the next few months, you guys. Uh, it's fine. Ah, you know. <laughs> uh, so that said, here we are, 2022. I, I, I always like an even number too. 2022. 20, whatever it brings, whatever it means to you. I, I hope that it truly, I, I, I hope that my hope for you is that if you do resolutions, which it's fine, everyone does different things. But if you fall off the wagon after three days, three weeks, three months, it's okay. Get back on. Get back on. Pick a different wagon. Pick a, pick a different wagon. Yes. That's the whole thing, right? Like I'm off the wagon. Okay. Well, maybe that wasn't the right wagon. Maybe you fell off for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and maybe focus on how things make you feel. You know, if you're complaining about the weather, we live in Texas. Like, are you surprised that it's 80 in December? I'm not. And, and I are, like, like what, I mean, like what else are you sitting around waiting for? Like, oh. Oh, there it is. Like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh my gosh. I mean, are you waiting to wear those Ugg boots that you got for Christmas last year? I don't know y'all like in my head, there really is only two weeks of good winter in Texas. I I just, I I just, I choose to not complain about that. (laughs) COVID is here. It's not going anywhere. You know, People are people. They're still going to yep. do dumb things. We're going to do yep. things, but yeah. Hey, okay. One more thing. And um, before, just in case I have all these thoughts like that, like, so my calls this week with different ladies and, um, and prepping for calls and, and I had a face-to-face meeting with somebody 
So some of my thoughts on intention, resolution, whatever, um, you don't have to have it by January 1st. You are actually, you're hearing this, this will come out on January 7th. If you don't have one, it's okay. Just spend some time with, with God, if that's how you, how you, you decide things or on your own, but spend some time thinking about what do I want? What do I want more of? What do I want less of in my life? So you don't have to have it by the first. And also don't pick something that's going to bring you more shame and more blame. Yes. A woman in my home this week who, um, I like that. She is very, and I say this without judgment, she is very cluttered. She always has been like, I've known her for 20 years. Um, and she is, she's just up, up, like where I am naturally, like put that away. She is like, Oh, I like to see everything out. Like everything, like she has clutter. And so she was considering the word simplicity for the year. And I was like, normally I don't talk to people about their words. So, you know, like, I was like, so like when you say simplicity, what are you looking for? Like, what, like, what does that mean to you? And she was like, well, she was talking it through and like, you could tell, like she was talking about this word and this like sinking on my couch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so I feel like simplicity is not really the way that, that your life is, is set up right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Are you, do you feel like when you like, what's going to, what's it going to feel like when you walk in and it's not clutter free? Like, what's it going to feel like? Are you, are you setting yourself up every day to feel like, God, I fell short again, you know, like maybe simplicity is not the the like the goal or the intention right now maybe it's a step in that direction like maybe there's something else to work on before you get there and so um and you could just see like she sat up after that like like she like she wants simplicity but she's not there so don't pick something aspirational you guys don't pick something that like like even though you can do anything with God's help, don't pick the one thing that every day you're going to be like, come on, God, like, I know I need a miracle. Like every yeah. day, <laughs> come on, like pick something that you, that it, it's like, maybe it's a hard attainable, but pick something that really is going to serve mm -hmm. every day. Right. And I, I, I've, I've mentioned this before and I would say this to her. If when someone wants, typically when someone asks me to come to the, they say, I want to be organized. I, I want you to come organize. They'll, they'll say, I, I'd like to be more organized or can you come help me get organized? They are looking at a big picture. They, are, they want their house organized. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? I can't organize your house in a day. And I always say, take a grocery bag from Target or HEB. Like if that's your goal, like if you really are feeling like you want to become that, what you're saying, it's not going to happen. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Ugh, that's so cliche, <laughs> but you can't put all that on yourself. So take a grocery bag and maybe you're going to do your bathroom counter today. And maybe tomorrow you'll do something else. Maybe it's next week. You do the top of your dresser, little bags like that add up before you know it. 10 of those bags is one trash bag. Mm -hmm. But if you just start small before you know it, mm -hmm. you know, you've done your whole bedroom or you've done your whole bathroom. You just have to, I think you have to break it up. 
And I'm so glad you had her to really, or that she had you to really, because yeah, right there, she was setting herself up for failure. Well, and like, can you imagine like every day feeling like, oh, like, you know, like if my bar that I set for myself depends on everything in the world to work perfectly and for me to make every right choice, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it. And if I, like, I, you know, and like, if you live with somebody else, whether it's a, a kid or a husband or a wife or a roommate or parents or whatever, like getting, getting organized in a home that's not organized is a huge process. It involves so many so huge systems. And like, I am, um, we had the opportunity recently to help someone organize a couple of spaces in their new home. And we got to a stopping point and we did what we went to do and we pulled out gracefully because as the, the people we were helping, as they were getting, like we watched them, like they would get something and they would open it and just let the trash be where it was. So if that, if your system doesn't involve putting trash in a trash can, you're always going to have trash piled up. If your system doesn't involve at some point in the day, getting the dishes into the dishwasher or washed or whatever, you're always going to have dirty dishes. Like people will ask for help and in, in, with things, but it's not the dirty dishes are not the problem. It's that there's not a plan for the dirty dishes, and we can't like like we're we become victims to the dirty dishes. Like I don't know why there's always dirty dishes. Well, because nobody washes them, right? Like. <laughs> That, like nobody, like nobody wants to pay me money to come into their home and say, pick up your trash. Right. It's like, for real, pick up the trash. Like if you pick up the trash, you know, like if you put your makeup brushes away, well, then you don't have to do it later. But in, in like, don't be, don't be surprised when you do <laughs> and you get home and you're like, well, how did you get there? You know? <laughs> And that's the whole thing, right? Like, so you guys, like y'all, like we could turn the tables and y'all can laugh at me about money. Like, like, why am I surprised there's no money in the bank account? What did I spend this month? A lot. <laughs> at the push of a button. Yes. I, like, I don't even have to push a button. I just have to think it. And my phone was like, oh, I'm sure you were craving chocolate. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. Like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how I break some of my bad habits. Um. But yeah, but I'm motivated to do it and I'm motivated. Yeah. I am ready to face the music for some of them and, you know, and to, yeah, but all the things, all the things. I don't even know how long we've been recording. I so don't even know either, but it's just fun. <laughs> so really quick, um, the four, so the four laws of habit formation from Atomic Habits is what, uh, one is Q, make it obvious. Uh, Two is craving, make it attractive. Three was uh, response, make it easy. And four is the reward, make it satisfying. So those are like the four um, things that he talks about on how to create, I guess, create a different habit. I would walk, like the cue is you walk past a coffee shop on the way to work and smell fresh coffee coffee gives you energy and you want to feel energized the response you buy a cup of coffee the reward by the time you reach work you are raring to go buying a cup of coffee becomes associated with your walk to work <laughs> mm -hmm. so it, it's good stuff but 
I, I'm excited to see in a, like I said, in a month, a couple of weeks, <laughs> where we are in our, mm-hmm. in our I, goals and intention. I think it would be so fun to do um, one of our Facebook lives with you four. Um, and maybe Crystal Cole, like she's, oh, yes. Your, did she graduate with y'all? Yes, she did. So she, um, someone that I have wondered about for forever showed up on like one of her posts. She's doing our photo a day. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. I know it's been lucky. Yes. So I later who it was, um, but I was like, oh, so that's what became of you. Uh-huh. Oh, um, that would be fun. Yeah. So but do I a live so fun to do a live and like talk through like someone talk, like give us ahead of time a habit. And then, you know, like whoever's on the Facebook live, like group, like brainstorm what could be a reward or how could you make it obvious you know like some things are like I keep my workout stuff in my car like my I have a yoga bag and I have a Wednesday workout bag and I have my weights all the things are in the back of my car um and so like that way it's not like oh I can't go to yoga I don't have my mat yes you can yeah I do (laughs) um and so like those are like that's some of them make it obvious and then make it attractive like maybe maybe you don't like to sit down and work on money but maybe you have a candle that you light when you Mm. you know like all the things like there are so many things that we can do to tell our brain it's time to do this now Mm -hmm. and there's so many things that we can do to tell our brain good job like I had a friend post um that she dreads taking down her Christmas stuff and I was like maybe you maybe you have a like a reward a little a reward a major reward for you know like maybe you do it and then you get you know like you Sit down, watch a movie, hand towel or something, or or watch a movie, or like have the coffee that you've been denying yourself. Like you maybe you actually go to Starbucks Mm -hmm. after you do it to pair that feeling of completion with the. (sighs) I did it. Did it? World's best cup of coffee. I'm. I have used that every day. I cannot wait. I love. uh, I need to watch Elf again. I think. Oh my gosh. I know. I only watched it once. I need to watch it again. And I watched it with my sister on Christmas Eve and she watched it for the first time. And she went in wanting to hate it because she's not a, a Will Ferrell fan. Oh, and I was like, New York. New York is one of the minor characters. And she loves I mean, it. yes. And so the movie was over and we're looking at her and she's like, I liked it. It really is so good. I just love it. Talk about someone who finds the joy. He is a hoot. I love him. That's all good. Good night. So, oh my gosh, friend. Well, it's always, I just always have so much fun talking to you and, um, I, yeah. Happy new year. Here we go. Sure. <laughs> 2022. So, yeah. So we, um, gosh, we'll be seven days into our January photo a day by the time that they hear this like I'm I'm all the things you guys like you'll for most of us if you're in public school you'll be back in school in some form or fashion our college kids will be heading back you'll be a week into your new year's resolution or intention or whatever it is who knows who knows well that's fun it's exciting right it's gonna be a good week it's gonna be a good week all right. Well, I love you big. Have a great rest of your Christmas break. Thanks so much. I'll see you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. All right, y'all have a good week. You too. Bye. Hey, y'all. Are you still watching? Are you still listening?
We're so glad that you're still with us. If you want to connect online, we're at www.normalbiaspodcast.com or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. And our very favorite, if we made you a mixtape, we'd put all those songs on our Spotify playlist for you. All the things.